0: On
1: Thank you so much for staying with us. Okay, so there was an open letter that was penned to the Ministry of International Relations by Ezile Soli from the Eastern Cape and really pleading with the ministry to help repatriate 140 South Africans who are still stuck in China who've been begging for this it's five months now. And they're saying they're not getting any joy. Ezile joins us now on the line. Very good afternoon, Ezile. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Good afternoon, Fernando, and good afternoon to the listeners.
1: So what compelled you, Ezile, to write this letter?
0: Um, Fernando, on Friday, the 3rd of July, I received a call from a friend and a video um, of South Africans that are currently stranded in China. Um, Among them, there are heavily pregnant women, children, and other people with diseases. So, after I have read, uh, saw the video, I then called two people, of which one of them happened to be my neighbor here in this Landa. They explained the, the, the issue, it's really, really terrible and sad. After they have failed to conduct or to communicate with the department, of which they tried. But because of the lockdown, you understand, it's been very difficult, the embassy has been opening and closing in China, but even when it is open, they they still were sent from pillar to post by the embassy
1: itself. H- had you yourself directly tried to contact the ministry? Because I see you've you obviously d- uh, wrote an open letter. But had you, had you tried other means to get hold of them yourself?
0: Uh, I tried to call the ministry, the department here in SA with no luck. And I also tried to call the embassy itself. I didn't get hold of them.
1: And then, obviously, your last resort was was this letter. What have you have you heard from them since then? Can you please say that again? Have you heard from them since then? The minister. I mean, anybody from Durko, maybe.
0: No, I didn't get.
1: Like when I sent
0: the letter by email, I never even got the the, 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 the response from them. At least to acknowledge the letter. I never got anything.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and since the open letter was, was published, have you received any call from them? No, not from anyone within the department. Nothing. So you are still sort of, I suppose, still asking the same questions. You're still waiting. And you, you like everybody else, don't know what's going to happen next.
0: Personally, I don't. But um, if you can read the letter itself, there are a number of flights that were scheduled for these people. But they keep on uh, um, um, postponing the flights, and that puts pressure to the South Africans that are in China now. For instance, one of them that is from East London, today she is going to be detained because her time or the visa is lapsed in China. So she's going to be detained, and there is a number of them that are being detained because their visa is lapsed and they are told by the department... Apart out of cash some of them may be without the shelter now because
1: they do not have money Ezile, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention we've got Zintle Nomabonga who is currently in China one of the 140 South Africans stranded in China as we speak Zintle thank you so much for talking to us good afternoon I don't know what time it is in China I'm not sure where in China you are good afternoon <laughs> good afternoon then how are you we are well where specifically at the moment are you in China I'm in Huangshi. Yes, and and you're one of the 140 South Africans stranded at the moment. Just tell me about your journey. How long have you been stranded for?
2: Um, I've been here for um, I I arrived in China last year in September, and um, I've been stranded here since. Okay, because it started in January, so since January
1: up to now. And and were you? Yeah. When, I mean, it, it didn't start in China in January. It started a little bit earlier than that. Um, but yeah. The, it, the, but were you always December? I think towards the end of December. Yeah. So what, what were your plans without COVID? What were your plans generally in China?
2: Um, my plans were to visit a friend of mine that is also here in China.
1: Okay. Yes. And and how long were you planning to be in China for? Um for a year. okay. You were just visiting a friend and you were there for a year. So what type of visa did you have?
2: Oh no. No. I'm here
1: for work as an English teacher. Okay. Um and and so when was your visa going to expire? Um, in July. Okay. No, in August, on the third of August, sorry now. Okay. And, and my Okay, no, that's fine. So you were, still, you were still meant to be there until sometime in August? Yes. All right. And are you still teaching at the moment? I mean, I know that you're stranded, but are you technically still t- teaching? No, I'm not. We haven't gotten back to classes. Okay. And so have you reached out to an embassy or the consulate in Shanghai? Who have you reached out to?
2: We have reached um, the, um, the consulate in Beijing. Mm. I've been communicating with them. Yes. And some have been communicating with the one in um, in Shanghai. Yes. What's their yes.
1: response, Zinle?
2: Um, Their response was they're working on a repatriation flight. And there was a repatriation flight that was scheduled for us on the 17th of June. Yes, last month, and it was cancelled without any communications with us. And we never got any reasons why as to why the flight
1: was cancelled. Mm-hmm. And and up f- yes. since then, have you had any other communication? Is there another flight that they've promised to, to organize for you? No, they didn't promise any flight. Mm-hmm. Lunga ngage, ngage, Lele. I beg your pardon, Lunga, if I said it incorrectly. Spokesperson of the Department of International Relations and Corporate uh, Corporation joins us now on the line. And I hope, Lunga, you were listening in on that conversation. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, uh, Pamela, as well as to the listening of FFN.
1: Lunga, are you aware of, of this, uh, the, the, the 140 South Africans that are, that are said to be stranded in China?
0: Yes, uh,
3: we are aware as the department of the people who are stranded in China and including in some other parts of uh, the world. And as the department, we're able to sympathise uh, with them, and we are doing everything in our power to try to get them back home as soon as uh, we can. And uh, we are we we, we can uh, explain that uh, the some of the team that is stranded in uh, in China will be uh, coming back tomorrow. But we are continuing to discuss with the, the Chinese um, authorities as well as uh, other people that can assist in the process and we are hopeful that uh, soon we'll be able to bring back uh, the whole team. Added to South
1: Africa. Are you able to to share with us what's the hold up? Um, and the reason I ask you this is that the people that you are saying are meant to be coming tomorrow, they've said to us they they haven't had communication from yourself, so they presumably don't know. I mean, uh, Zintle is still on the line; she may verify that. So, what is the hold up? Uh,
3: look, the people that are coming tomorrow, it would be a, a sort of. A Unfortunately, they don't know because actually we've been uh, communicating with a uh, private charter uh, that is getting uh, its own people who had gone to China. So those people are aware. But part of the hold-up is, is the problems that we are faced with uh, worldwide where in uh, countries. Many countries are under lockdown and therefore there aren't flights that are flying in those areas. So it requires a lot of negotiation and discussion with the authorities uh, up to a point where we are able to uh, get to an agreement for either a flight from South Africa to go and fetch people. Mm -hmm. If not, we are able to move them from wherever they are to any other part of the world where they can be uh, fetched by a plane uh, that will bring them. Uh, bring back, uh, um, uh, bring back to South Africa. So so it involves quite a lot of uh, discussion and, and that is what has been the delay uh, up to so far.
1: So so why can't you communicate um, regularly with these people who say the reason they write letters, open letters and so on, is that nobody seems to be communicating with them? What happened to the flight on the 17th? Why is it that you are not able to communicate with them so that they know what's happening and, and where they stand?
3: For starters, there was never a flight meant um, to fly from China to south Africa on the 17th. What had happened is that uh, SAA was looking at the feasibility of getting people from China. And uh, from what they got, uh, there were some of the things that they still needed to uh, sort out. And uh, that process is still ongoing. Hence, I'm able to say to you uh, personally today, uh, we will be... Um, able to fly people from China as soon as possible, as soon as everything has been done. And the reality is that uh, most countries are under lockdown. Their air bases um, are closed and it requires a lot of discussions uh, before we are able to get South Africans back to South Africa. And maybe it is important that I can mention that when we started with the issue of repatriations, we had just less than under three people. Up to so far, we are close to 15,000 people that we have been uh, brought back home, and uh, these are people who, because of uh, various uh, in, in, in lockdowns that are implemented by countries are losing their jobs and so on so we are getting these numbers regularly and uh, we have to make sure that in that process we are able to uh, bring uh, back, uh, bring them back home so it is this is part of what is happening in areas where we've got few numbers we have to be able to move them to other parts of the uh, of the world and in, in areas where there are sufficient numbers we are able to bring them back home so those we do negotiate with the allies and the countries and and we we are able to bring them along.
1: I I think the explanation makes perfect sense and I think anybody who's sensible understands that everybody understands that the COVID has caused all sorts of shutdowns but you're not answering the question and the question is why are you not communicating properly with the people that are stranded and I'll tell you why I'm asking this again is because you yourself have just said that for starters there wasn't a scheduled flight for people to return on the 17th if one person who's just talking to us now says they were under the impression that there was clearly what that should tell you is that communication is not great from your side. So if there was that impression and you're saying there wasn't, surely you can then see that you're not actually communicating properly. Who is meant to be relaying messages to these people?
3: Uh, I I can assure you that if that is the case, uh, it's a matter that I will be able to take up with my colleagues in China. Uh, The way that uh, the repatriations work is that we have made calls uh, uh, that every pe- pe- people who are funded in a country must link up with our embassy. The embassy keeps the list of all those people who want to be repatriated. In instances, for instance, where the embassy was not uh, or is not operating optimally, we have set up a desk a, 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 a here in Pretoria where people are able to uh, also conduct us so that we are able to put them in that list. And we, the expectation is that we then interact with people on a regular basis, especially when there are possibilities of flights uh, coming back home. So it's that communication. If it has not been reaching uh, the people and there is a gap, it's a matter that uh, we would have to resolve I,
1: I I can assure uh, you... I can assure you it's not the first time that I'm speaking to a representative of Durco and brought this up. People wouldn't go out of their way to write an open letter if they were finding joy in communication. Zintle, you're still stuck there. Do you Lunga is now on the line. What what do you want to ask Lunga? Go ahead and ask him a question or comment.
2: Um I don't really have a question for him because we've been communicating with the embassy and they've been telling us that they don't know when is the next flight gonna be available after the um, the SAA was withdrawn on the list and um, they gave more flights to USA. Um, so what we've been doing, we've been communicating with um, private charters to organize the flights and yeah. And there was like flight, like Turkish Airlines, which was booked for South Africa. So we tried to ask them to communicate with Turkish Airlines well as can do on that flight, which was booked on the 24th of um, June, if I'm not mistaken.
1: So I mean, you're saying you don't have anything to ask him. What does that mean for you then, going forward? If I if I leave Lunga and leave, Lunga goes ahead, what what's what's the plan forward for you?
2: Okay, the the only thing that I can say is that as South Africans that are in China, we need urgent help because some of us, um, we're running out of money, we're running out of food, and most of us um, do not have apartments. Some have moved with their friends because they can't afford to pay for their apartments, and some have lost their jobs, and most of them, they need medical care in South Africa. And um, there are some three or four women that are pregnant uh, in their third trimester. They need urgent help. Like we all need urgent help. We need help urgently. We need to be in South Africa. A-
1: apart from the repatriation, um, let me start with you, Lunga. Isn't there any way that the embassies themselves can, can assist the people, you know, for, for getting medical help and so on? In the meantime, while you're sorting out the repatriation issue.
3: Of course, uh, we do uh, try to assist as much as possible, but uh, let me say it's by law. Uh, mm-hmm. The department uh, the embassies are not allowed to offer any form of fire. Uh, with the way that we do is to negotiate with the country uh, where uh, the uh, stranded people are, and they are able to offer that kind of uh, assistance. And I'm happy that the um, um, uh, lady over they saying that they have been in constant contact. Communicating. So, I'm hopeful with the negotiations that we are having, they will be uh, able to hear that uh, very soon there they will be a flight that is coming from China expect the South Africa to bring that back home. Uh, all we, re- we ask is uh, while we understand the desperation uh, of people running out of money and so on, that uh, they be assured that we are doing everything in our power.
1: Lunga, may cool I just dangerous. ask you to, to just maybe uh, hang on a second for us. We're going to be taking a call from Sabusiso from Cape Town, who, who has something else to ask you as well. But before that, I'm going to ask that we go to Utzile Saku for the latest in headlines at 1.30, please.
2: Life Happens, weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m.
1: Thank you very much for staying with us. We're in conversation with the department, with DERCO, International Relations and Corporation, and uh, we also uh, in conversation with uh, one of the 140 stranded South Africans in China. Um, we did say, I do also see your calls. I'll take your calls as well on 0891-104-207. Lungang Ngelele is a spokesperson for the Department of International Relations and Corporation. He's been giving us um, some guidelines with how they're going to go forward with trying to repatriate the 140 South africans in china at the moment Zendle Nomabunga is uh, at the moment in china and is one of the people who's pleading she was a teacher there and um, the job is no longer there and uh, she would like to come back home uh, there are other people there as well but um, you know the list is quite long as i said to you as well i'm going to go before i come back to you Lunga, go to see who's calling from china who i know has a question for you Longa. good afternoon Sibusiso.
4: how are you
1: i'm well thank you how are you i
4: I'm fine. Thank you so much for taking your call, Michael. Mm. I just, uh, as a uh, point of interest from Lunga that you speaking to,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I have about five, if not six people that I know that are in China at this present moment and they do confirm the fact that they don't know that when they will be coming to South Africa and Lunga is saying people that are going to be repatriated also don't know that they're going to be repatriated. Would that not be a point of at least safety and knowing that their country cares and their government cares about them when they are told that this is the plan and this is how we're going to do, this is how we're going to go about it? Because I feel like... You're going to surprise someone by saying you're going to ho- you're going home now, and they've been saying, and since is saying they are, they they don't have jobs because they're not teaching anymore. Schools are closed. They don't have money coming in, and they're sitting. there, don't even know how is their family going about. So uh, what is deco? What is the intention behind them not telling the people they're going to repatriate? Why they they're going to take them home?
1: Lunga, you want to respond to that? I
4: will listen on radio.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Sbusiso. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, part of what I heard
3: Sbusiso uh, saying is that uh, he's saying, I'm saying that uh, the people who are supposed to be repatriated do not know. And uh, it's not what I said. I said the process works in this way. We encourage people uh, who are stranded in China, or any, in any other part of the world to register with our embassies, including with their conduct details. So as soon as we've got that list, it is the basis with which we are able to um, then negotiate with the alliance and so on. So the number that we uh, is in China, we are aware of them of those that we have. Uh, Empathizingly, they are speaking with our embassy. As soon as there is a flight uh, that is able to fly them back to South Africa, they will be the first to know. So we are in constant contact with those uh, people. So, so, so it can't be that uh, we want to repatriate people and then we do not uh, know who they are and
1: where they are. How, how many people be. are you repatriating tomorrow? You said there's a flight tomorrow. How many people are coming back tomorrow? I know
3: there is about sixty-five. Of those uh, that are being repatriated tomorrow.
1: Zintle, are you aware of these people that uh, Lungai is talking about? Yes, I'm aware and I'll be part of them. You're one of the people that's coming back tomorrow? Yes, I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. So you are fine for tomorrow. You should be fine. Yes, I'm
2: fine for tomorrow, but there are those people. Um, that do not have money at all to pay for the flight because we are paying for the flight and we've been asking for the flight um, since May. And um, they, they've been promising to communicate with the with ECHO the, with with in South Africa to arrange a repatriation flight. And um, now people do not have money and we've been using our money to buy food in order for us to survive here. And now the flights are very expensive. So we are unable to afford the flight.
1: What, what, how much did you pay for this flight for tomorrow? I paid 17,500 grand. Okay. So, so Lunga, help me out here. What's the arrangement with the repatriation of people? So if somebody doesn't have the money, like Zintle had put up some money, they they will remain behind going forward? Um,
0: um, look, it, it really depends. Uh, in
3: some instances where people are able to pay at a later stage and they can confirm that, uh, then those, they, get, they are able to negotiate with the airlines. What we are doing as DECO... Um, we just make sure that we do coordinate and make sure that we have our South African citizens who are um, stranded in the countries and, 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 and have a way of coming back. So then the negotiations in terms of SAA, if it's SAA that is flying, is between them the people and, and 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 the airline in terms of the the charges. But instances where people are completely unable to come back, but they can. Confirm uh, that there is a way of paying when they get back. I know of some that have been allowed uh, in those instances, and including some of our own colleagues who work in embassies who have uh, managed out of their own pockets, uh, assisted some of the people that uh, are stranded. So there are various ways in which we try. But as I've said, by law, uh, we are not as, uh, able as government to offer any form of assistance to any South African outside of the borders. Otherwise, we will be found wanting by the law and auditor general. So this is why we have to, uh, in instances, if someone is assisting for as to speak to the family here, that
1: would be able to assist. We are able to assist in those in those I, I, uh, I'm really concerned about those who I'm um, told need medical assistance, and, I, and I'm, I'm not suggesting that the embassy forks out money, but I, I am suggesting that you are in a diplomatic position to make it happen. That whoever it is that you contact can at least, at, uh, you know, attend to the people who need medical assistance. The, the 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 issue coming through that they're not getting medical assistance is quite concerning.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I can assure you, in instances like those, because we have relations with most of the countries where we have embassies, if if those issues are brought to our to us, we are able uh, with the assistance of the government. where the the people are, uh, to ask for some assistance. And in this instance, if there are people who require medical assistance while we are still trying to get them back home, I am sure I will be speaking to my colleagues to try and find a way uh, through Chinese uh, authorities to assist those people until they are able to come back home.
1: All right. I'm going to ask you to do that because um, you are. we are told that there are people who are pregnant in their third trimester. There are people who are not doing well. Uh, there are children. So I, I am actually going to ask you to do that. I think that's the least we can ask you to do. Please, Lunga, follow up with your colleagues because if, if you are hearing rumors that there are people who are ill, people who are pregnant and uh, they're not getting assistance, I think you need to, we, you need to escalate it, please.
3: Definitely. We, we shall do that.
1: All right. Thank you very, very much for speaking to us. That's a spokesperson for the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, Lungang Langelele. And uh, we were speaking to somebody who's also stranded in China. She says, though, she's coming tomorrow. She had to pay for her own flight. And uh, we spoke to the person that penned that letter to Durko on the 5th of July. You are still on SAFM. This is Life Happens.